Welcome back to another episode of Comedy's Dead. I'm Sandra. I'm your host. And I'm late. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to tell you guys if you're listening at home. But it's just me. And I have to do all the prep work. I have to set up the lights, do an edit, and figure out what the hell I'm going to talk about. And, you know, it's just me. I don't have a Jamie or some other dipshit sitting here that I can bounce ideas off of. So it's just up to me to create the the dopamine, the chemicals all on my own. And I can't do it anymore. I'm at my, I just, I can't. It's so stupid. It is the definition of retarded to sit here in front of a iPhone with nobody around, nobody to talk to and just ramble and then when you get done to upload it onto your computer and edit it and then upload it to YouTube and iTunes, I mean, it's just stupid. There's no, I mean, for no one to watch or listen. And I'm not the only idiot out there doing it. I mean, our country is filled with people doing this. It is insane. So anyways, it's a problem. And I don't know, folks, I, I made a mistake. You know, I, I decided to do comedy. I didn't think I'd be good at it. Well, I mean, I th- actually, no, I knew I'd be good at it. I, I just didn't think I would be good at it. Can you, does that make sense? I mean, I, I, anyways, but, and then there was the, the, the comic that I was hooking up with. So that kept me going, but yeah, I was good at it. So that was awesome because then you keep doing it. That's the way things work. If you're good at something, you're going to enjoy it and you're going to keep doing it. And I just didn't know that you had to go to New York or L.A. because I'm stupid. And, you know, but I was I was caught up in it, you know, because you're excited when you're good at something and you get laughs. And I had to make a decision like I couldn't keep doing my job. So I decided to work at Amazon. And that was a mistake because nobody speaks English there. So I, I get no socialization at all. I go weeks without conversation. So I, I just can't do it anymore. You know, I mean, that's, everyone makes mistakes. I mean, billionaires make stupid mistakes. You know, they, they get into a sob and it implodes on them. The only difference is when you're poor and you make a mistake, it's, it's not sudden because you can't afford the good stuff. You know, you can't afford a quarter of a million dollar trip to the bottom of the sea to look at a ship that sank, you know, a hundred years ago. So, you know, you you wake up every day and you watch your life slowly implode. And that's what's happening. That that's, you know, that's the difference between rich people and poor people. If you're rich, you know, your mistakes, they're sudden. You don't even know that it happened. You don't even get to realize it there's no there's no cognitive functioning there's no regret it's just you don't even know what happened it's just lights out when you're poor it's just a slow slow death so anyways but yeah this whole sub thing that's just crazy I mean how boring are people's lives that you have to pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go see a ship that literally sank a hundred years ago. I mean, there's nothing to see, okay? It's going to be completely 
eroded and disintegrated by what the metal eating bacteria and 10 years. So I, I can't imagine it's really worth the money. Um, but I don't know, folks. I, I have to check my notes. I don't know. Like, that's another thing. Like, when you don't get to talk to people and you're doing this on your own, it's not normal. It's not okay. Like, it's not your brain. is like, what are you doing? Go find people to be around. But I, I don't have that fucking option working at Amazon because nobody speaks English. So I'm very angry about that because I, I made a mistake. I don't know. But no, I mean, seriously, they got in the it's like the Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile or whatever the hell that is. That's what it reminds me of. That is just how ridiculous we have become. I mean, that looks like something that you would get off of Wayfair. Honestly, just something cheap that you need that you throw together and you can throw away when you're done. You know, that's what it reminds me of. And I, I just couldn't imagine. I don't know. I just couldn't imagine doing that and it's so weird too because the guy Stockton Rush was the CEO okay and he was married to a chick named Wendy Rush and come to find out her great 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 grandparents were Ida and Isidore Strauss they died on the Titanic they were co-owners or co I, I guess creators of Macy's so they were literally one of the wealthiest people to die in the Titanic. I mean, that's just, come on, that is just weird. I'm sorry. This is why people follow Alex Jones and get into conspiracy theories. Because I, listen, I did a deep dive because sometimes I get into this stuff. And one, it's not like I have anything else going on. So I get a little excited when billionaires, their life implodes instantly because then it makes me feel like I'm not the only one that makes bad choices. But listen, first off, anything with gate, anything, I'm just going to put this fucking over here and I might even put my damn glasses on and then you can see the glare because I don't have anyone to help me set this shit up and it's very frustrating because I had to put this stupid shit on fucking YouTube and nobody, nobody wants to sit there and look at a fucking ring light circle in my glasses. So fuck these people. I, I, you, know, you know what? I... I used to never understand how people could get mad and go on like shooting sprees and kill people. And I'm not saying I would do it because I probably wouldn't. But now I get it because sometimes, sometimes people are born into this life with no fucking chance. And what else are you going to expect people to do? And those people, there's, there's a lot more of those people coming down the line, folks, is what I'm trying to tell you. But anyways, back to the sub implosible, impl whatever, it imploded, all right? I don't have my Invisaligns in. We've established that. Okay, so I was reading this article on The Guardian about OceanGate. And anything with gate is just weird. OceanGate, Pizzagate, Watergate, Russiagate. Um, and by the way, Russia, if you, okay, so if anyone watched the Titanic, which I'm sure all of you have, or if you ever went back and listened or watched any interviews with uh, James Cameron, that dude is obsessed with subs, which is really weird. I think I think there is something going on with penis size and men's obsession with things that go in the sky and things that go underneath the ocean. There's got to be like a comp 
compensation complex where, you know, you just feel like if you, you got a small little wee wee that you have to make up for it by building something that looks like a dick. Okay. But anyways, so this, hold on, but no, yeah, the, the Russia, hold on. Sorry guys. When they originally went to the Titanic, I don't know, what was it, 85, 86, or 87, somewhere in there when they discovered the thing, um, it was all Russian subs. Like, that's that was, they would go down there. They would land on the Titanic, and they would, they would take shots of vodka and then have lunch. Like, so many Russian subs have gone there and, like, taken passengers. So, I mean... Get a Russian sub. I Maybe it was because of all the sanctions. Maybe that's why this whole thing happened because they can't get the Russian steel and titanium because, you know, Ukraine, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, so this was an article in uh, Guardian that I found. It says, and this is, they were interviewing Stockton Rush, the CEO, one of the, the co-creators. Uh, since 2021, the Bahamas-based Ocean Gate Expedition has ferried about 60 paying customers and 15 to 20 researchers to the site in a deep-dive submersible aiming to bring them within inches of the world's best-known shipwrecks. Okay, and then he goes on to say, We started the business, and it was this idea of researchers and wealthy people, says Stockton Rush. The company's president uh, is... Is there a way to match those people who wanted to have an adventure travel experience with researchers who need funding and a sub? So that a business idea that you, you're going to bring researchers and wealthy people together, uh, that sounds like something Jeffrey Epstein was doing, right? Isn't that what he did? He brought like rich people with science. I mean, I, I, and why, why the researchers who need funding and a sub? There's nothing down there. It's in the middle of the Atlantic, okay? I mean, not there's no life. I mean, there's metal-eating bacteria. So the whole thing just seems odd to me. And then when you go into, uh, like, you look at the son and father that died. I mean, I, I think, like, if you looked at, I mean, honestly, I think he was just trying to get his son laid, isn't that what, I mean, I honestly, because if you look at him, he was kind of nerdy. Like, he's not the type of guy that's going to be getting a lot of pussy in college. I mean, I, I'm just being, I'm just giving you my observation, like a scientist would do. I mean, I can't back it up because he's dead. But I'm just saying, I think that's what was going on. And then I went in, because now that the thing has gone, it imploded, now everyone who has either been on the sub or was going to go on the sub are now doing interviews and then this nut, there was another father and son out of Vegas, another billionaire, and they, they were supposed to be on the sub, and they were going to take the trip that this Pakistani father and son did, but they decided to back out. But here's the thing. If you look at these people, and I'll, I'll put it up. I, get, I did a screenshot. Again, it's these rich billionaires who are honestly, the only other thing would be is to they're doing it to get their sons laid because – these are situations where the father is hotter than the son. It doesn't make any sense. 
And it's not because the suns aren't hot. It's because the suns are fat slobs. I mean, what is going on? I mean, you have $250,000 and you want to go down to the bottom of a sub? I will get your kid a trainer, a chef. You're rich. There's no excuse to be like that. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, I would fuck your son. I'd let him come in my face for $250,000. I'm just saying, guys, that's what's going on. They were using these, these billionaires. They were just scamming them because he had this experimental carbon fiber submarine that was going down to the Titanic. And on all of these trips, they would take other um, reputable explorers. So on this trip where it imploded, um, there was this French explorer. I forget his name. I took it out of my notes because I, I wasn't going to talk about this, but now here I am. So I'm going to talk about it. Um, he was actually on the second ti- Titanic expedition in 87. And it was him that went down and retrieved all the first round of artifacts. So, I mean, if you're going to go down there was somebody, I mean, you would feel safe going down with him. And then there was this other guy, this British explorer, explorer, and he was in the um, Explorer Club. And he had done, he was the fastest person that, you know, circumnavigate the globe and all this stuff. So something's going on. I mean, something is going on. And I, I don't know. And then the wife, come on, the wife was part of, she was the like communications manager is what she would do. She would, she was the one up top giving directions because the sub didn't, they couldn't find it on its own. So it could only go by, you know, directions from the mothership, but it was windy. It was this, his wife, which is really weird because her great, great, great grandparents died on the Titanic and they put it in their wedding announcement back in the eighties, which is even weird. Like that's not even really, you don't, no one has relatives that died on the Titanic. It was over a hundred years ago. Okay. That doesn't count. Okay. And then you see people, they were interviewing, they made a big deal because I guess her family is in disagreement about her and her husband going and like, you know, charging people to go see the Titanic because they said it's like going to see a grave site and you're robbing the grave. And would you, would you rob a grave? And I'm like, yes, yes, I would. If I knew where Nefertiti's tomb was, I would rip that open and grab that crown off of her head like, bitch, you don't need this anymore. And anyone who takes issue with that, it's because they're stupid and they don't even know who Nefertiti is. I see people all the time out at mics, those woke bitches who have never read a book in their life and they're sitting here wearing Nefertiti earrings and it's like she was a 12-year-old sex slave. Don't you get it, folks? Read a book. Anyways, but back to women because... I mean, we come from a history of a lot of 12-year-old sex slaves. And and if you're a big fan of Roman history or the Greeks, 12-year-old boys were actually even more popular than the 12-year-old girls. But anyways, I'm going to save that for another episode. But the reason I want to talk about this wife is because this guy's running around. He's flying his experimental planes out to Vegas and trying to get billionaires and their sons to come on a weird experimental Titanic dive and you know they're going to strip clubs because I used to be a stripper and I used to work out there and this guy actually you should watch 
I'll post the link to the video because he was talking about how he thought it was so strange that he flew into, I forget which airport, but he was like, anyways, there's an airport. Like if, cause if you're rich, you fly private. So you, you, you don't fly into Las Vegas. You fly into like a Henderson airport and you leave your little private plane. And that's how you would know if it was a good weekend to go to work because all the private planes were parked. So I, I just got a good kick out of that. But when I heard that, I was like, oh, this guy, he, he's definitely one of those people that go to strip clubs and get the champagne rooms. And he's running around this Stockton rush. And I'm sure the wife, who's now old and aging, is probably sitting at home pissed off. Because that's that's what happens to women of these billionaires and the billionaire explorers club. They get cheated on all the time. And he's entrusting her with not only his life, but all these passengers. And I'm just saying they're going to have to do a full scale investigation. And you just never know. I mean, listen, I know men cause the vast majority of pain, murder, and destruction on the planet. But women, we get away with murder. Oh, yes, we do, because nobody expects it. I mean, a woman will have to be on her fifth dead husband before somebody asks questions. They'll be like, what, another sub imploded? Oh, what's going on here, Susie? But I, that's that's just my opinion. I think they're going to have to look into this this windy rush because it's weird. But no, it's and then if you go on, has anyone gone on their website, their Facebook page? You should because it. Anyway, she also did the um, the advertising, and they bill the trip when they advertise the trip. They say it's a chance, you know, to step out of you know your ordinary life and to go experience something truly extraordinary. And it's like a shipwreck. There's millions of shipwrecks in the ocean. I mean, millions. I mean, they're everywhere. They're not that extraordinary. They're actually pretty common. I mean, a, a cruise ship just set, just caught on fire in uh, Fort Lauderdale out of Port Everglades, I think. I mean, it's not that. I was on a cruise ship. I was on a uh, group. What was it called? Um, holy ship. That was, holy ship, it was an electronic dance music cruise. It was me, my boyfriend, and our friends, and we went, and we got stuck. It hit a reef. We got stuck on a reef, and we were, we were just stuck, and we were with Tommy Lee, and you know, before a cruise ship takes off, like you have to, well, he, was, he wasn't with us. He was just on the cruise, and they separate you into these little, like, I don't know, educational groups. Uh, the, the pre-launch lecture so you know what to do just in case there's an emergency and he was in our group and he had his life he was the only idiot in there he had his life vest on and he was holding a drink and five hours later we hit a reef so anyways drugs really don't fry your brain that bad he knew we were gonna hit a reef but no guys they're not that extraordinary all right I mean Siamese twins are extraordinary seriously that is what science needs to be putting their money into and studying because you have two you have girl, you girls think about it. i don't I, i'm a girl so i'm, I'm going to talk about a girl with two heads and one pussy that's extraordinary i mean that is like the ninth wonder of the world like, could you imagine having to share a pussy that that's just weird i mean i, I imagine like 
sexual pleasure and even having to go to the bathroom and pee. I, I would imagine a lot of that is subjective, right? You know, I, I mean, what if I, I, I don't know. I mean, do you get horny at the same time? Are you going to perceive those sensations the same? I mean, seriously, I, I mean, what if what if you're horny and you want to rub one off and, you know, your other head wants to play video games? How does that work? I mean, do you sit there and play video games? Well, they only have two arms. I mean, that's just weird. That is something so like, can one be straight and one be a lesbian? I mean, this is the stuff that science needs to be looking into because the only thing that seems to trend on social media these days or Twitter is, is all the gender stuff, which is odd, right? I mean, because the vast majority of people could really give a shit about any of this, and yet that is the number one thing that's always trending is pronouns and what bathroom people use. So that's, that's what I'm interested in. Two heads, one pussy. Do they get horny at the same time? That's what keeps me up at night. I mean, if I had a quarter of a million dollars just to throw away, I, I'm not going down in a submersible to see the Titanic, okay? Looking out of a little tiny window that you're sharing with five other people, four other people, it's stupid. I mean, what are you in the, what if you have to sit in the back? I mean, do you get to like switch? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Something's going on, guys. Something is going on. But anyways, I just know if I had that kind of money, I would throw a party with 72 hours worth of the best Molly money can buy. That is my vibe, folks. I like the rave. That's what I'm into. I like to take Molly and hang out with weirdos. And if you've never been to a rave, well, then you are missing out, folks. Um, no, I mean, it's just... That, it's all I don't know how to do, people ask that's never been and I really don't know how to describe a rave because it's truly indescribable I mean other than the fact that there's you know music that if you're not on drugs you're gonna think that it sucks and it kind of does I mean let's be honest it's you don't become a lover of electronic house dance that type of music unless you're rolling balls but that's that's what I, I'm into. And it's cool because it's you it's so funny because you have all these people hanging out together that otherwise would never be hanging out at all in real life together. They just wouldn't. I mean, there's no you have all ages. Well, I mean, 21 and up. No, there's no kids there. But, um, you know, yeah, there's people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. I mean, there are old people at raves. Okay, so it is just this weird collection of people that are just want to they like to roll their balls off. Um, and, you know, the morning after that's my favorite. The morning after the night before. I mean, anytime something becomes synonymous as the morning after the night before, you know, it's a total shit show. And that's what it is. And I love a shit show, but it really just depends on the people that you're with. And that is the best thing about a rave because you'll be out there waiting on an Uber, you know, to go to the after party and you'll see, you know, some white guy from college that's a president of the, you know, future Republican club and he has his what would you, Jesus do bracelet on and he's sitting there with some black trans person, you know, licking the bottom of a fanny pack. 
And that is truly what America is about. And I don't see why we have lost that vision. You know, I, I don't see that's truly what it's about. People just you're together for the moment and you want to have fun and you want to get as much Molly as you can. And you don't care in that moment. You're just literally licking the bottom of a fanny pack that has probably been to a dozen raves. And that's why I like raves. I don't know. Um, and speaking of imploding, oh, my God. You ever had a bad relationship? I mean, that I had. You, I, I know what it's like to have lights out instantly, sort of. I mean, I had to live through it. I didn't get to, I didn't get the easy way out like a billionaire. Um, I had to suffer with my mistakes and I had to clean up the mess. And when my ex shattered my world, I I went and I sprinkled myself at Electronic Daisy Carnival, Ultra, Burning Man. I've been to Burning Man three times. Um I've been to some regional burns. I don't know. I do, I do. I really like the drugs is what I'm trying to get through to you guys. But the good drugs like Molly and shrooms and acid. That's I mean, that's really that's all I'm into. And I'm mainly into Molly. And people always talk about a bad trip. And I, I don't I've never had one. And I've done a lot of drugs and I've never, ever had a bad trip. I mean, Molly is you just want to dance and you have all this energy because it's just this insane rush of dopamine. I mean, a lot of dopamine, which technically should make you crazy, but you also have this insane release of serotonin, way more than the dopamine. So you're in love with the fact that you have all this energy and then you love everyone around you. I mean, it is truly the fact that science isn't really studying this because, I mean, that is the cure to obesity, folks. It truly is. It's, it is. I mean, you can, like I said, like you're dancing nonstop. You're dancing. You're moving. You're for hours, for hours. Okay. You're drenched in sweat sometimes, especially if it's inside. I, I, I like either indoor or outdoor raves. I, it's all the same to me, but it is like you, you don't you don't stop like you just I don't know how else to explain it. And then in the midst of all this dancing and high energy stuff, you also like you'll see somebody that you haven't seen for a while because that's that's how like in deep I am in this culture. Like I will be at well, I haven't I haven't been in like ages, but because I'm, I'm old and I have a kid and I did this whole comedy thing and <laughs> that was a mistake. But anyways, then no, you'll see people that you haven't seen for a while or even your friends that you're with and you'll just look at them and you're just like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so happy and blah, blah. And they, they give it back. It's this weird communal love fest, okay? So, but yeah, the energy part and not knowing that you're kind of like exhausting yourself. And it's a little different for me maybe because – I mean, I've played, I was a three sports person in high school and even after high school and college, I still continued to do sports. I mean, I run marathons, I did all that stuff, you know, and I wakeboarded. So I like being physically active anyways, but I know other people who don't and they're still dancing and moving the same as I do. So you don't have this, it's not torture. So if they could figure out how to combine those two and maybe teach people how to work out, 
That's the cure for obesity. And that is really the number one thing that is bringing this country down. Because there is nobody to fuck it. I'm sick of it. That's why I'm mad all the time. I can't concentrate because I haven't been laid in like three fucking years. What? I, I have a right to be angry about it. And then I got to go to work at Amazon, which it was my mistake. I should have never taken the damn job. But it was the only fucking job that was going to allow me to do comedy and have a kid because I can pick my own schedule and I can work part time. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. But... Nobody there speaks English, and I didn't think it would take this long to get noticed and discovered because I didn't know I had to go to New York or L.A., and I can't go to New York or L.A. without an offer. Like, I need money because I have this stupid kid to take care of because I made a mistake. So I'm mad. I just want, when I make a mistake, I want it to be lights out like those people on that stupid submersible. But anyways, drugs, acid and shrooms, that's what we're going to talk about next. Um... No, ask, yeah, there, I've never had a bad trip on acid or shrooms. Um, shrooms, there, it's just visual. I mean, I, one time I was at a Grateful Dead cover band, and I did shrooms, which was really fun. Um, I was doing it with my loser ex. I don't, I don't know if this was before or after we broke up. I don't know if it, yeah, because it was lights out for me, too. I can't, I can't remember, like, when the I can't remember before or after the implosion happened it was so quick but we went to um because I like drugs and he really does he's an aerospace engineer and he makes stuff for NASA and you know fucking Bezos and Elon Musk you know he's he's high up there in the the people on the spectrum world anyways so he, he can't really like do drugs, but sometimes I could get him to do stuff like shrooms. So we went to a Grateful Dead cover band and you know how drugs take a while to like kick in? You know, they, they do. They take a while. You're waiting for like sometimes an hour, it seems. And I, he, I don't know. I just want to go dance and enjoy the music. And he's like one of those people that like to like ogre you and touch you. And I hate that. And we were doomed from the start, but you know, I, I was stupid and I, I was doing a lot of drugs and partying and having fun. And he just wanted to knock me up and ruin my life. And he succeeded in that because men, that's all they just they want to impregnate as many women as they can. That's it. That that's their whole. Some of these people are nuts. But anyways, no, I mean, shrooms are very outward. I was, if sometimes if you close your eyes on shrooms and the music's good, it's almost like you're in a cartoon. It's such, it's such a different outward type experience. Um, but acid, people, if people have bad trips, it's usually on acid. And that's because, well, one, on any drug, if you're talking molly shrooms or acid, you have to surrender. You can't, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to take this drug and then, you know, in an hour I want to go home. Or you want to be out at a bar and take Molly or something. You have to be in the right setting. Like you have to be in a setting that is designed for these types of drugs. You can't go to the bar. You can't go to the club. You know, you don't want to do it at Thanksgiving. I mean, you can. I've done it. It's fine. No one knows. Uh, but, um, you know, acid is, you can get some trippy thoughts on acid. And so I think that's where people screw up. Because you have to be, you just have to be, you have to surrender, but you also have to be in control. Like you can't, 
Like, it's just different for me because I've never had a bad trip. But the closest that I, I can relate to people having a bad trip is because you get these weird thoughts. And my weird thoughts are always, I start thinking about how, you know, we're basically made of chemicals. When you get, we are, we are just a bunch of chemicals or a bunch of amino acids that have taken billions of years to form. And we're interacting with all these other chemicals and acids in our environment, some organic, some man-made, some good, some bad, some are pesticides. And we're constantly interacting and evolving with these chemicals. And when you think about how we got to where we are, it's because through all these billions of years, we have been literally in this chemical warfare of just survival of the fittest. It, it, that's what that's what created all this is a chemical warfare and where it's still going on and that can be a very dreadful thought for people but I just don't I, I you can take that those thoughts and you could go down so many rabbit holes and just jump off of a building it can happen or if I, I don't know go drown in a lake I don't know what people do but if that happens I just you know, I, I go closer to the music or I pick up a hula hoop or poi or I just do something to distract myself. I stop the thoughts right there. As soon as they start going downward, I, I halt it. So I, I don't know why some people can do that and some people can't. I think it's because and you know what? The people that have the bad experiences, it's the billionaires. It's the rich people. It's the people that have never had to truly make tough decisions, bad choices. You know, because like for me, like it's like, well, yeah, you could have made better choices. Yeah, maybe. But if I had better options to choose from, sometimes you don't have good choices. It's just your life. You start out and you don't really have a shot. That's another thing. That's that's one of the rabbit holes that I have gone down thinking about how some people truly come into this world and they they shouldn't even be here. They're screwed before they even you know, become an embryo. Like their parents are just fucked. And now they've made this human and the humans fucked. You know, it happens to a lot of people. So you just can't go down those rabbit holes. But anyways, and you know what? Another thing, kids, stay off your damn phones. Have you, I got, I mean, I've been in this, this scene now for over, over 20 years. And now when you, like, you'll look up videos of people at like EDC or I don't know, Ultra or Shambhala, and they'll be watching one of the best DJs in the world. I, I was watching a video on Shambhala, and they had Chris Lake. And I don't know if you guys know who Chris Lake is, but he is one of the most greatest DJs. He's one of the best. He's awesome. And they're watching him, and they all have their phones up. They're like zombies. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like, just enjoy it. You are on some of the best drugs on the planet right now with other people who are all on the same drugs as you and you're sharing this moment and you're holding up a phone, a phone that is never going to be able, it's like going to the Titanic. Like, you're never going to be able to capture the real experience. You're looking through this little, I don't know how many, eight-inch circumference or something. You don't even get to see the whole entire Titanic and its whole space what is it a hundred feet tall or something you, you just see little patches of it it's the same thing these people they're watching this great show with all these people and they just have their phones up 
It's like, what are you, who are you going to show? No one wants to see your stupid video at a music festival that they couldn't go to. And it doesn't even, it doesn't capture the event. There is no way to capture that. Just enjoy it, people. We are going down this, I don't know. Everyone is addicted to their phones and all the YouTube videos. And it drives me up the freaking wall. And I used to never, ever, I used to never really watch YouTube or videos or anything like that. It just wasn't my thing. I was always busy. I was always doing something. But then after, I don't know, two or three years of comedy, and, and I was like, oh, maybe you know, no one watches my YouTube shit. So now I got to watch other people's. And I had to see what they were doing. And it fucked me up. Now, like, I can get, like, I, I can't do anything unless I watch a fucking YouTube video first. And there is something so fundamentally wrong with that. And our kids are, they're growing up this way. Our kids are addicted to their phones. There are these videos, these things, and I, I don't understand why nobody has put forth legislation to regulate this. Like, I'm sorry, you should have to be 18 to have a social media all of it, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, kids do not need to be on there. They just don't. I mean, there's no way to monitor it. There's no way to really filter what they see or don't see because you get suggestions. Like when you go to someone else's house and like you hang around other people, your phone will recommend stuff that is recommended to, you know, because I see it. I'll go to someone's house that I know that, you know, they're, they're like fucking farmers or some shit, okay? Something that I'm not into, something that I know nothing about, something that should never come up on my suggestions, okay? But then I go hang out with those dipshits and I get home and then I start getting advertisers for like fertilizer. So I know when my kid goes to someone's house, the same thing is popping up on her shit, okay? This is the world that we're living in and I'm having a huge problem with it because my daughter asked me what pony play was. Yeah, I, 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 I was, I didn't know what to say. I don't even know what pony play is. Only thing I need to say was it's something that pretty people don't do. That like go down into a sub. People don't do that. The only people that go in the bottom of the subs that are they're just trying to get their dick sucked. And women don't care about that. We don't care if you've been to the Titanic. We want Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what women want. So. Get a trainer. Go to the gym. You don't need to go to the Titanic because you know what? All these rich guys, they they take girls on these ships. And what do we do? We will go find some broke Leonardo DiCaprio. And we have no problem with that. We will sleep in the slave quarters with a broke dick and rats. Okay? That's what we want. Anyways, I don't know. And another thing that pisses me off, all these people that make a big deal um, and you see this all the time. Whenever there's like a big story, it's usually a tragedy. Okay. And what really sucks is there's, there's two types of people. There's the people that, uh, they'll, they'll post something like, oh, it's, I'm glad to see everyone's okay with, you know, laughing while people are suffocating at the bottom of the ocean. And it's like, well, actually it imploded and anyone with a brain who could read would have known it imploded day one that I called that. I called that day one. Um, and uh then the other people and the oh these people i they i just want to we should be able you sometimes you should just be able to smack people i think some people really truly just need smacked in the face really hard once or twice so they can get their shit together you know because you'll you'll have those people 
And what they don't even realize is they're doing the same thing by commenting about other people commenting about a tragedy that you don't think people should be commenting about. You're doing the same thing that they're doing. You're trying to get likes. You're trying to be in the community. You're trying to be in involved in the conversation. But the thing is, in real life, if we were at a bar or we were on our lunch break, the people that are joking about it would never be talking to you because we don't like you, just like you would never be talking to us because you don't like us. But somehow in this fucking metaverse we cross paths and it doesn't work okay that's why the world sucks right now but moving on back to the other people that I don't like they they essentially do the same thing there's a tragedy and people are commenting and now instead of just saying oh it's they're 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 expressing their discontent with the way that some people joke about you know tragedy but they they go a bit further they add something in like oh you know the news the news oh they'll talk about you know five billionaires that are stuck at the bottom of the ocean but no one wants to talk about the 500 immigrants that just drowned and no one wants to go help them it's like well first off you can't make fun of people below you like you can always make fun of rich people that's that's the true equality that's how that's the equilibrium and it's always been like that that's why that's how we don't go and riot and take tiki torches and storm the gates of the castle we've always been able to make fun of rich people and they understand that because you know dying suddenly is pretty rare so that is, it's always been like this people read a book all right like the onion the onion's been doing this for years and you're not going to the onion and like complaining about them you probably don't even know about the onion because it's not your it's not your it's not your tribe but somehow the metaverse their algorithms really suck they're not that good okay they're just not because every time i get on facebook i always see the same People that it's like, oh, we get it. You work out every day and people still won't fuck you and girls that I don't like. And it's just like, why are these people popping up in my feed? But anyways, but no, the the, the immigrant thing. And then people will be like, oh, if you look at the comments, because sometimes they are really funny. They'll be like, why isn't America help? They're sending, you know, the Navy to help these people. It's like, well, well do you fucks read the article? First of all, the, sh the ship that was all it was in Greece, okay? So it was a boat coming from Africa and it was going to Greece. So it's not our territory. We can't just show up in someone else's international water and, you know, start doing stuff. We had to be invited first, okay? And second off, yeah, we had to have our Navy involved because it was American citizens, you dipshit. I mean, that's that's why we have it. And then Canada helped because the boat left from Canada and Britain, the UK, they helped because they were passengers the, that were from the United Kingdom. See, you, I just can't deal with these people. It's like that all the damn time and they just piss me off, you know? And it's like, what are these people ever doing to help anything other than complaining? I mean, joking about the sub, you might think that's in poor taste, but you know what? This is the first time kids have been excited about science. Seriously, these, these, this sub has done more to spark an interest in science than anything that the schools have been doing. Or, I mean, they're trying to figure out, it just blew their mind because my daughter had a sleepover when they announced that it imploded and these girls, their minds were blown. They're like, well, wait, what do you mean there's not going to be any body parts? There's not going to be any remains. 
And I was like, well, you're in this submersible tube, basically, that has oxygen in it and it's pressurized because you're going to the bottom of the ocean you're going two and a half miles below sea level okay so you have all this water think about you have this huge ocean and it's like bearing down on you and you know so if you just have one little leak in that carbon fiber sub it's not like it's just gonna slowly leak and like you know like a roof or anything no it's gonna be so quick because the water is it's all going to try to get through this little teeny tiny hole and it's just going to implode. And it's not like you're going to be smashed like because it's it's going to you have all this oxygen and now you have all this force trying to come in this tiny little hole. So it's basically like a small explosion. You're just you're you're fish food. So these kids, they were so excited. I'd never seen anything like it. I think we need more sub disasters. I mean, that truly is what gets the kids excited. Like, how many Lizzo's does it take to implode a sub? I mean, how many? That's that. Hey, anything that's going to get the kids excited about math and science, that is STEM. That's science, technology, engineering, and math, and that's what the kids need. They need to be able to have fun. They need to be grossed out. They need to be scared. They need to really, I don't know. That I just, I, I think it was good for society is my point. So, anyways, thank you, you adventurers for taking one for the team because now my kid's into science and I've been trying to get her into science for years so thank you I mean they it's more than all these people that are always complaining doing I mean all these like the do-gooders who think they're helped saving the world you know you know these people they're the they love everyone and they're sober so that's how you know they're fucking out of their minds because it's like you don't have this type of love if you're not on something but they're completely sober and you know, they're not doing anything to help the kids. Oh, I'm so what do they do? They teach the kids how to, you know, find their moon sign and retro so they can figure out what I don't know what their their animal spirit guide is and they can put it on their match.com or grinder or whatever. You know, that's what they teach the kids. That's what these they're like the new the new Puritans, you know? I know that sounds weird, but all these people that are, you know, the 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 blue headed Taliban people that you see on social media that attack people for no reason. And they're all that, you know, they they hate Trump. They hate Republicans. They hate everything, basically, like the fact that you're joking about a sub sinking, just they just think it's an atrocity. And now somehow this is offensive and this stuff needs to be blocked on social media because it's it's bad for society or something. And it's like, well, now you know how all those pro-lifers feel, you know, when all those little alien babies are about to be evicted with the shop back. They feel the same way. And, the you know, that that's what people forget about they they don't understand the cognitive dissonance and like I'm not I'm pro-choice okay I'm not even trying to side with them okay I mean I'm so pro-choice I think life begins when you can wipe your own ass I'm just saying I I understand how I understand where they're coming from they're talking about a, a thing that's going to grow up to be a human you're talking about a about a bunch of billionaires that you know made a bad decision and gotten I don't know a fucking experimental sub but anyways I mean I get it like those people think they look at an abortion and they think oh my god that kid could have grown up to be a doctor and cure cancer I think that no that would probably be another juggalo 
at best. That would be the best thing. They could just go to the gathering of the Juggalos. At worst, it's another Ted Bundy. So, I mean, that's where I'm at, folks. Actually, did, does anyone here like serial killers? Anybody? Anyone? Any true crime people out there? Because this, I mean, the, the submersible was kind of like a true crime saga. But I, I do. I Ted Bundy, man, that guy was crazy, wasn't he? I mean, I, listen, he's honestly my favorite serial killer. I mean, I, he's hot. He was hot for a serial killer, okay? So I would have banged him. I know I would have, and it would have sucked. It would have been my last one-night stand. But hey, at least it would have been lights out, and I would have known that I got herpes from the girl that he killed before me, right? We don't think about things like that. It's all about perspective, folks. But no, I did. I if you ever watch, it's crazy when you go back and you listen and you watch some of these old crime documentaries because Ted Bundy, I mean, he killed what was it, thirty-one women? He did. He killed thirty-one women, escaped from prison twice, and then he murdered some more women. I mean, that that is a man that does not give up on his dreams, folks. That when you think about that, takes so much hard work and dedication to pull that off. I mean, it's not like you could, like today, like if you wanted to kill somebody, you could just get on Amazon and order, order. I don't know. They, they, I'm sure they have a rape and murder kit. Even if it's like a funny thing for a Halloween costume, I'm sure it's there. I know it's there because I work there. And so many times I'll be working the midnight shifts because I made that decision to, so I could do comedy and bad mistake, should have done it. And I, I, I'm thinking all this like horrible thoughts in my brain as I'm going through and it's midnight and I'm picking all these things, which is usually cat litter and cat food. And it'll always be paired with books on serial killers. And it just blows my mind. Like women are really into this. But um, yeah, guys, he killed a lot of people. I mean, and he had to go out and meet them. Think about that. He had to go out and meet those girls. And he couldn't get online. He couldn't, like, slide into their DMs. I mean, and that, that's, that's when we don't have that type of dedication anymore. That's probably why there's less serial killers. I know people say that it has to do with the fact that there, there was such a rise during the 70s and 80s and even 90s. It was the golden age of serial killers. And they say it had a lot to do with uh, World War II in Vietnam, like World War II. They were just so fucked up and they were horrible dads. So like their kids were messed up. And then we had Vietnam and that screwed people up. But um, yeah, we just don't have that today. And kids are lazy. I mean, Ted had to go to the store and he had to get rope and a crowbar. Then he had to drive across town to Walmart because Home Depot was out of duct tape. And everyone knows bitches can bite through masking tape. Just saying. Like it's, it's so different now. And then he even, he got really good at this too because he, this is why he's my favorite serial killer. He killed two girls on the same day at the same beach. I mean, that, that takes skill. I mean, look, I'm sorry, but if you're going to kill me, I'm going to be the only bitch you kill that day. I, I am not splitting my 15 minutes of fame on the news with some other twat that looks just like me. I mean, seriously, if you're going to bash my head in with a crowbar, you, you got to go to Jared's first. That's where I'm at, folks. I don't know. It's getting weird out there. It really is. It's getting weird, which is why I don't mind getting older. I mean, I kind of do, but what does that say? 
I have no, I can't even see. That's another thing that sucks about getting all these. I can't see anything. Let's see. What, what? Oh, 55.44. Should I stop there? Or no, I, I will stop here because I was going to talk about getting older and dating, but I will save that for my next episode. So like, follow, <laughs> subscribe, and I should have been a judge. That That's fun power. That would be a great topic to go through because if some of these judges are power hungry. Like you should get and listen to some of the, uh, is my thing still recording? Yes, yes, it is. I think, I don't know. I get, I, I get confused because I'm not like a, a techie type person. But anyways, yeah, power hungry judges. Anyways, like, follow, subscribe.